This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. The light does not shine in the light. It shines in the darkness. And the darkness cannot comprehend it. When it gets to what it has got into now, all over the world, which is going to get more terrible in many places in the world, it is the best opportunity for those who are of God to rise. You know, I've, I have I've said this many times. If you put up your bulb in the afternoon, it makes no difference. So if you put out a bulb outside your building, maybe the, the light at the front of your gate or at the front of your house in the afternoon, you can pass into the house without knowing that the light is on. But in the night, you will, you will notice it. We are sons of light. We are in the last hour. And it is the best time for the world to see the beauty of Christianity. Although it is sad to say that so many Christians also live in the dark like the rest of the world. Hallelujah. But these things are increasing. The painful thing is that it's catching some Christians. The best way to let our light so shine that men may see is right now where corruption is normal in the nation. Become the abnormal person. Then the light of God will shine through you. You cannot partake. You can't be like others. You cannot be like others. When I drive, many times I live here 12, 12 31 a.m., I still try not to break traffic light. In a nation where there is no direction, Christians can give it direction. That's what the Bible says that do not be conformed to this world. It's a warning, it's an instruction. Romans chapter 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, by the might of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, only an acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Then he says, do not be conformed. It's a warning. Because the systems that you are in, if you don't stand out, you blend in and you conform to the system. Are you following me? You know the interesting thing? I, I have meditated on this too many times. One day my mechanic came to pick my car and he said he didn't have driver's license. So they arrested, they stopped him and took him to VI office or whatever and ran down to Judubega, you know. And I had to go there myself. I said, but this is my own license. So what is this? It's just, it's, sorry, not the right mechanic. He said, it's a mechanic. Came to fix the car. And back and forth they were. You know, so while we're dragging the issue, I looked around and I saw that they have a Christian fellowship there and they have a Muslim fellowship there. But the fellowships there don't stop them from collecting bribe on the road. That is when I, I wanted to continue on wisdom, but this is a it's, a it's a warning unto this nation. Too many Christians. We don't have Christians in public places. Those who occupy positions that we have are just church goers. When a decision will be taken against Jesus Christ, they will not stand for anything. Because people who are non-Christians can compromise and get away with it. Once you do it as a Christian, you lose your authority, you lose your voice, you lose your mouth. It is true. Hallelujah. 
all the religions of the world, they are permitted to do some things to establish. They can be in office, take money and give their and do all that and they will say, it doesn't work like that. We win by righteousness. That is our Christian faith. We win by righteousness. We do. When resumption time is 7.30, we are there. You don't get there 8 o'clock and rise 7.30. These are the things that I've seen believers do. You don't know. You are going to be a weak Christian, a weak testimony of Jesus when you do all these things. You know, the state that Nigeria is now, if there were 300,000 Christians in public places standing, it will show all over the nation. Now that the standard has fallen completely, if there were just 300,000 Christians standing, it will show clearly. Very clearly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, it, it can be very painful. In one of the offices, I don't want to mention the name, you know, this is somebody that is a very strong stuff in his religion and who opposes Christianity with everything in him. And I spoke with somebody who happened to be, um, who knew about when he was where he was before he became, he's of the same position and he's using it. And the person said, he started getting away with some of these things that he would do and say, Christian, you should not meet this one, that one. He said, because before he came to that public space, none of, nobody there ever remitted money back to the government. He was the first person that did that. And he was the person that would stand before the entire staff and quote his account number and say, check, if you find any other money than my salary, call me, I'm the God I worship this and that. So when he started breaking, clamping down, everybody left him alone. Because he came in by justice and integrity. Some Christians were there in that position before him. As they shared, they got to them, they too pocketed it. Messages on character has to come back to the church. And that is actually, it is funny. Why some people in the name of grace are also teaching that character is not important. It's as if the border Christ is being bashed on every side. Some are being slaughtered in some places in the country. Some, then at the same time, some false doctrines are coming in to tell people the greatest emphasis of Nigerian church right now should be on character. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. It should be on character. Last Sunday, the white lady that came to interview me, that was one of the persons, one of the persons who told her that the pastor just said that anytime I do it, just bring tithes. And she's writing a report on that. But that was who she met. And she was taking care of the lady when the lady told her that. And now she's trying to do to actually locate the church. So, so actually it was true. Character. When I got born again in secondary school, they used to call us SUs. SUs were the people that would never cheat in the exam. I'm not understand what I'm saying. We were so, I mean, people hated us because if you wanted to lie and one SU was around, he would not allow you to lie. You know, one of those reasons, we were not seeking for prosperity. I told the first time I went to preach and they gave him money, I felt like a sinner. But nowadays, we call a pastor. And his listing demands to come and preach what Jesus said freely. And musicians are following the same thing. Almost all singers, when you call them, they just list. Say, talk to my PA. And once you call their PA, she'll begin to tell you. This is the Spirit of God is interested in every aspect of your life. At times, when I'm praying for the church, which I usually do in tongues, the Lord will tell me at times, I might do that on Sunday to just pause. And converse with members of the church. 
Somebody called somebody in the church, in this church, and told the person, because the person is a little long and short of it, that can you help me arrange three million? There's a deal I want to do this one, that one. You see, wisdom is profitable to direct. You have never done a business with 200,000. You're asking for three million. When you hear of people jumping into lagoon, there is a way you set up yourself. You, you overrate. Something tells you that if I, if I that money, I will get this. It doesn't work like that. Don't be under pressure. Take life easy. True success takes time. Are you following me? In Genesis 39 verse 21, the Bible says that Joseph was in the prison and the Lord was with him. It might look like nothing much is happening around you. God is with you. Because in Matthew 28, he said, I will be with you forevermore. And Jesus has never lied to anybody. Life is in phases. Somebody sees an apartment and feels, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to talk, I talk this direction on Sunday. So when I came to Lagos, I wish to have an apartment where I'll be able to pray, to be quiet, everything. But I, how many times have I received calls or welfare by call from people in this church? You are a, a single man and he can't stay with anybody. He wants an apartment and he does not have money. So he's telling you that the one and the flat he has found is 750. And he believes in himself that if you borrow him that money, he'll pay you back in six months. Ow! God of miracle. There is nothing God cannot do. But deliberately, he does not circumvent process. I was listening to TDJ this afternoon and he was talking to some women in the show. God likes processes. You will not be able to help humanity if you don't go, go through the process. No matter how urgent God's assignment is on earth to develop into a 21-year-old man overnight. Jesus says, I want to pray the gospel. I need, I need apostles to go to Egypt. So all these young kids that are five years old, grow 21 in six months. No. They will become seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. The plan of God will wait. Even that is God who can do all things. No matter how prophetically sound you are, your pregnancy will last nine months or thereabouts. And no matter the vision on that baby, if that baby is the one that will convert the entire world to Christianity, the baby will still be some months in your womb. Earliest, maybe seven, eight months. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's how the creator has made life to be. You know the lifespan of a corn. You know that of every tree. You know. And that is it. So people are under pressure. Oh, wonder, and you know, some people when you receive this, and you are trying to talk, they, they can't see what you are saying. They just believe. That if you borrow me, <laughs> I don't borrow people money, I help. I give what I can give. If you borrow me one million, let this thing stay with you. Godliness with contentment. I stayed in that place. Oh, while I was praying one day, the Lord opened my eyes to something, which I will tell you. If you are a little more patient, sometimes after six months, what you are trying to draw your soul out to get, the price will come down, your, your capacity will go up, and it will be very easy for you. That's why the Bible says that those who inherit the promise through faith and patience. Faith goes with patience. They go together. Because of bogus testimonies we hear nowadays, God doesn't work like that at all times. And when people share testimony with you, they don't tell you details. I get what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying? 
somebody might have attempted it several times. It comes to share testimony of the seventh time and it was a glorious testimony. Thank God for that. And you are beginning to, okay, me to have just stepped out like that. No. Faith is not against good planning. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So that you are operating by faith does not mean, I don't like saying this or that part. I said God speaks to you clearly because when you say that, everybody claims that, yeah, God has spoken to me. And they step out and get it. So many people have pressure under them or on them because of some decisions that they take. Part of wisdom is ability to know how to take the right decisions. And some of them, you know, at times that you must know your level per time. If the Lord later, I'll talk about this on Sunday because I want to talk to guys and ladies. You must know your level per time. Your friend and yourself don't run the same cycle. It is in school, not, it is in uh, uh, woman's school that we run the same curriculum. In the school of life, you are not at the same pace, you are not in the same class, even though this is your friend and you are the same age. God's calendar with, for each person is different. I get what I'm saying. Yes, Praise the Lord. You can be 24 and your friend is 24. You both graduated together the same year, but God's plan for the two of them, they are not the same. If we don't understand that, you want to have what your friend has. But wisdom will tell you that maybe that is his season of harvest. Maybe this is my season of sowing. I thank God for what he has. I celebrate with him. If maybe I go to that way, but I understand that that is not mine and maybe it's not yet my time. I get what I'm saying. That will calm you down and help you. See, death is terrible. You can't sleep. Sleep won't come. Hallelujah. Your peace is very important. There is nothing like sleeping, waking up, two things. There is no hidden sin, funny thing in your life. There is no secret that you don't want anybody to know about you and you hold nobody nothing. When you are like that, you are a free man indeed. There is nobody coming and your heart is doing gaga. Either In that because it's coming to ask what you are owing or there is something he knows about you that you don't want anybody to know. When you live above those two things, you are free. And men, I tell you, it is a sweet way to live. To wake up and know that I don't send anybody. I hold nobody nothing. And there's nothing anybody can use to intimidate me. There's no girl coming and you're hiding your face. There's no secret message on your phone that nobody cannot see. So when you drop your phone anywhere in your house, you are with absolute peace. The Bible said the righteous are as bold as lion. There is no number that calls on your phone that your heart is doing. <laughs> Hallelujah. You pick every call with audacity. Hello. Just so you are free. You are free. It's a beautiful life. Are you, are you with me? And <laughs> those of you that are listening to me tonight and those who are watching, Jesus Christ is seriously looking, I believe, in Nigeria right now for testimony. Christians always show this thing that we preach. Perversion that is in the world. God is looking for this. People will do this. The moment a governor professes to be a Christian, he makes himself a target. Now, when he begins to take things, in a particular school, we had a program in that place. And um, it was actually myself and Apostle Man also and one of the few times we met somewhere outside Lagos and on the second row of that meeting was vice, ex, vice chancellor of a particular school 
and I remember when his case was even published on paper and police arrested him and all those things. I know he passed us a church. Now, you know, a lot of things came up and so many VCs were before him who did the same thing. But because they did not speak, they did not profess themselves as Christians, their people covered them. But he came leading prayer and everything, but at the same time joining. When you do that, it will be terrible. That's the truth. I said to myself many years back, before I got born again, if Jesus, if I didn't get born again when I got born again, I would have been a very, very, very wonderful unbeliever. In the sense that I would do every bad thing, that even when I get to heaven, before God pronounces John, I said, Lord, don't worry. Where, where is hell? Right. Just go. Say, no need of judgment. I already know where I belong. As a secondary school boy, we do everything. One. I mean, just, just know, satisfy yourself on that. And know that, okay, hell is sure. Once you show up there, as God is trying to say that, is your name, the book of life, I know my name is not there. Please show me the way to hell. This is the way. I just go. But to leave one leg in, one leg out, which a lot of people are doing. Hallelujah. We worship. That is when Christianity that people have received cannot change them. It becomes a religion. Everybody bear me witness. How wonderful will it have been if, we, if, you, had, if you had been meeting Christian police who are not Christian by title? By now, the old Nigeria would have known that when he's, he's on the road, he doesn't collect a dime from anybody. Oh dear Lord Jesus, you are great. But my concern is, but there are many people profess to be born again. Why are they not making any difference where they are? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. And the same goes for all sectors, everywhere that you turn. That's why I said that the church must emphasize character like never before. Christians were known in those days, when we got born again, that people that you were abused and who would never respond. Never. So it's called Swagbe Union. And they were the most brilliant people when I was in secondary school. That's one of the things that led me to them. Most brilliant betrayed them and they wouldn't retaliate. But then everybody was ready to preach. God records everything that you do. Suddenly, something happened to Christianity in Nigeria. Character dis- disappeared. It is the other side. When God brought prosperity in, he expected us to add it to character we already have. Because there was a time people believed that to be a Christian, you must be poor. God tried to correct that, but we left character completely and moved to this other side. I have no doubt about it. It is not God's plan that anybody should be poor. Are you following me? It doesn't mean anybody will have exotic as It just, how can God be glorified when your children are being driven from school that they cannot pay school fees? Does that glorify God? You know, it's painful. God, it's not God's plan. And he has made resources available all over the world. But certain individuals will, oh God help us. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. And he wants you to rise and do something about it. Your, your righteousness will be tested. See, before God promotes and before he blesses, or before you walk in the blessing, everything is already blessed, before you walk in it, you'll be tested. The pseudo one will come before the, rich, the real one. At times, when a person is about to move to another level, first of all, a temptation will come, which will involve compromising to make some money. When you say no, true riches will be open to you. And when you have access to riches, you will never beg any man again. They asked Abraham to take the land for free, saying, no, I will pay. The king of Sodom said, that, take, give me the people, take the goods. He said, no, I have vowed that I won't collect a dime from you. I don't want you to say that you made Abraham rich. 
Can they still be believers who will talk that way? Tell a portion that we with your money. Let's you say, I understand true prosperity too much that I don't need your cover. We need it. And you know, it's getting more and more serious in the society. I know this tension is rising. This tension is rising and rising. Our major part is to live the life of Christ in the presence of who are you when nobody's watching? Who are you at home and your neighbors? Apart from shouting hallelujah and singing and reading the Bible, what else do they know about you? How are you like in the office? When you are giving a work, do you do the work? Or find a way to do it? An excellent man does not do all those things. What about you and your neighbors? How excellent are you with them? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you with me? Yes. This is important. This is very, very important. We must not be caught by the prevailing spirit in the society. I've had it in mind a long time ago that I have to protect this thing. I will not be the type of pastor who will go and queue up in office to pray for politicians so that they will give you Ghana must go. So hell with them with the, with the Ghana must go. It those things have never appealed to me. To do that is to deny God's truth as your true source. Say, and you know some glory in it. A senator come yesterday and I pray for him. Both you and the senator. <laughs> These are the things that we see around. One man came to me one day. Actually, he's been in this job for a long time. A very wonderful, and he was asking me. He says, Yo, he said, look, look beyond being a church member. He said, tell me. That I said, I've been in this church for years. And I saw his heart was heavy. He said, I've seen how this church has been moving from one level to another. That is there something I need to do to prosper? I almost started laughing that. <laughs> Are you suspecting that? <laughs> well, see, he was concerned. So I've told you on pulpit. Number one, the law of faith. Speaking the right word. Number two, I'm a giver. Kingdom giving and helping the less privileged. They go hand in hand together. I don't do one and leave the other. I said then number three, which is hard to hear. Wait and be patient. I want to hear me before when I told you of the only time I came to church and I was the only one preaching. If you don't like process, people have been tempted into rituals and all these things. Now, people have been tempted. Last time I was in the city, a guy stole my friend, young boy. And he said, you, you know, you are different. It's so real to you and what you are doing. And he was telling my friend. So I was a so-so pastor. And after he prayed for me, he asked me to bring white handkerchief. That can I sleep with a veggie to blow? Why would somebody who is just 23, 24 becoming desperate to blow? You will blow up and blow 23. At a 20, you understand? You watch some guys on TV singing and you are telling yourself that you have to be like them. How can somebody that is 23? 23, some people, some people 23 still trying to read. Some of them are already thinking of how to own limousine and the rest at 23. Look at the example I gave you on Sunday. Beauty pageant will be given 5 million. SA winner. Quiz winner will be given 10,000. In the nation, and you want people to value education. You see where the problem is coming from? And when we don't emphasize character, it will happen. There is a conduct of a Christian. So I'm saying to everybody here, no matter the corrupt practices going on in your office, don't be part of it. It is not God. It is not the blessing of God. Of God. The Bible says it makes rich in Nigeria that anything 
that involves taking what does not belong. It's not the blessing of God. I get what you know how Christians will borrow and they will never pay back. In the name of the Lord. And when you talk too much, there will be a problem. They won't pay back. That's why I don't borrow, I give. If you ask me for uh, uh, 80,000, if I can afford 40, I'll give you 40. If you are able to call somebody in your time of need, for you to repay the call, your numbers, you are a con man. Your number is not going there all of a sudden. There's people who even rake for the person asking them for his money. Uh, am I the first one to borrow? Why are you? <laughs> you see all these things. And the Bible says that the wicked borrow it and pay it not back. So you are not a wicked man. So don't do it. As a matter of fact, if you set the deadline, you cannot meet the deadline. Nobody's trying to. You should be the first one to call. If you say Friday and this is Thursday and you know you cannot call by Thursday night. Oh, Wally, I'm sorry. I told you tomorrow. Worst case scenario, you abuse, you will say things. But you know what? It will never say to people that you don't have integrity. He can abuse you, he can say things about you, but he will understand that you at least you are honest. Yeah. If need be, be the person to go to his house. Oh, I promise you, friend, I will give you on Saturday. This Friday, the way things are, it doesn't look as if I'll be able to pay tomorrow. I'm really sorry. Let him say everything he wants to say. You have saved yourself by doing that. But to switch off your phone, switch off everything. The number you are calling is out of there. <laughs> That's what your number is saying now. Are you okay with it? <laughs> you know, when people have needs, they do not know that the people you are asking for also have needs. People you are asking for also have needs. People don't know. Even though that doesn't mean we should not help one another. And believers can be an example. We must rise. Whether you are in the military, whether you are a student, whether you are a teacher, whether you are a teacher, if you do it with the whole of your heart, nobody will tell you. People don't like a prosperity that is in the future, but that is the most powerful. It might be one student in 20 years' time that will pay you back of all your sweats. One student. Oh, I talk to teachers a lot. Those little, little children that you see, you know, when you get, go to kindergarten school, you are wondering at times that, was that like this before? All of us were. Including whether presidents, everybody was... You don't know what is it about that small. I view my children like that. That's why I don't maltreat them. And when they say they want to talk, I listen. Have you heard me tonight? See, after me, I stand for righteousness. I stand for the truth. Wherever I am, my light will shine. I will represent Jesus Christ. What he will not do, I will not do. So help me God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you for your word. We ask that you help us to be doers and not hearers only. In Jesus' name. I pray for these ones, including myself, your name. Wherever we are. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. People will tell me that they want to get married in this church. You want to get married, you don't have any income. Say God will take care of us. Yes, he will take care of you. But let us see that key right now. First of all, if you tell me you are AS and the woman you want to marry is AS and that God is telling you to go ahead, I don't have a problem with that. Well, at least I know of one person here, AS, AS. They said that they heard from God and they are married and they have three kids now and all of them are AA. I think one AS, the rest AA. The mother came to meet me to actually fight, take me up when they wanted to get married. You know, and I told her, I said, I know Kelechi. If he says, God said, God said, because I saw everything he has done in the name of God.
I saw everything he used. He will sit down with scriptures and he will be saying, one day I just, he was staying with me one time, I just entered this room and I saw him, he wrote some scriptures on the wall. He said, these are the things I'm believing God for and these are scriptures backing it and he got everything. So I told the mom, Goliath will fall before this one because I can see the lion and the bear he has killed. So if you want to say or pray faith that dimension, can you show us some things that your faith has done before, before we can allow you to do that Otherwise, you are taking a big gamble, which can be dangerous. You have never used your faith to do anything of 50,000. But you believe if you get 5 million, you will pay back. Everything will work. No, it doesn't work like that. It's one step at a time. Are you with me? But if you want to build, you start from ground up. So take it easy. Alright? People will tell you about many proposals, many deals. Take it easy. If you have 70, start with 70. Do something. If it works, then move it to 200. Then move it like that. That is how to move. Read the stories of great men. Even the ones that are not Christian. You will see that thing on one step at a time. Don't rush. You are going to live long. All of us will live long. So there is no reason to rush. Take it easy. Alright? Praise the Lord. Is someone blessed? If you can take a big kill now, take it. After a while, you will live in a flat. After a while, you will build houses for people. So you don't have to rush. In fact, the beauty of the story, when you start telling people that I started with this BQ, it's amazing. May God help every one of us. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.